Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Let's take our Bibles and turn to the book of Isaiah this evening. Isaiah chapter 40. Isaiah chapter 40. This year being our 50th anniversary as a church, we have chosen the key verse uh, to be Ephesians 3.21 where it reads, Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. So glory to God for what he has done in and through this church ministry over the past 50 years. And we are thankful that uh, God has honoured his word. He has promised to build his church. And he promised the gates of hell would not prevail. And therefore God is worthy of glory. And uh, it's important that we understand the glory of God. It's important that we understand that God um, is the rightful uh, owner of glory. And he is to be glorified. And God is glorified in and through the New Testament church. As the church fulfills its God-given commission, uh, God is glorified. So this evening I'd like to share, uh, as I've been studying the subject of the glory of God, uh, further channels through which God reveals his glory. In Ephesians 3.21 it talks about glory in the church. And the scriptures are full of references to the glory of God. Read with me, please, here in uh, Isaiah chapter 40, please. Isaiah chapter 40, verse number 5. The Bible reads, And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Let's bow for prayer. O oh God, we bless you. We desire to glorify your name. Please, God, fill us now with your Holy Spirit that we would give you the honour that you rightfully deserve and bring glory and honour to whom it is due. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen. As I've mentioned in past weeks, the word glory is mentioned no less than 500 times in the scriptures. The Bible has a lot to say about glory, God's glory. And part of my study, I've sought to work out what are the chief channels through which God reveals his glory. We note here in verse number five that the Bible uh, tells us that the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. God reveals his glory. And God chooses to reveal his glory in and through the church, our theme verse for this year. But from a further study of the scriptures, I've noted that uh, there are some other chief means or channels through which God reveals his glory. And it's important that we are mindful of that. The word glory is in reference to the spotlight, uh, the focus, the attention. That's what glory is all about, giving God the glory for what he has done. And uh, let's take a moment this evening and note some further channels through which God uh, reveals his glory. Now the context of verse number 5, you'll see 
very clearly from verses 3 and 4. Note then verses 3 and 4 of Isaiah chapter 40. It reads, The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough plains and the rough places plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. This is in reference to the forerunner, uh, John the Baptist, who pointed men, women, and children to Jesus Christ. And here in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah uh, gives us a prophecy concerning the Messiah to come, that he will have a forerunner that will prepare the way, that will point people to the Messiah. And that's exactly what John the Baptist did. He said, Behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. So John the Baptist was a channel of pointing, directing glory to Jesus Christ. Let's study some main channels through which God reveals His glory. And we see His glory, obviously, in Jesus Christ. In Jesus Christ. This passage of Scripture that we've read here is obviously in reference to a one that will come before prepare the way for one to come that will be full of glory. So God reveals his glory in and through the person of Jesus Christ. Note there in the book of uh, the Psalms, Psalm chapter 8 please. Psalm chapter 8 this evening. Psalm chapter 8 verse number 5. A prophecy concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. Note here in, in Psalm 8 verse 5. For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honour. This is in reference to our Lord Jesus. And to confirm that, go with me to uh, Hebrews chapter 2 please. Hebrews chapter 2. Hope you're awake this evening. We're going to be looking up a few verses. Is that okay? All right. Hebrews chapter 2. Uh, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 7 to 9. It reads, Thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. Sounds familiar? Thou crownest him with glory and honour, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honour, and he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. So God reveals his glory in the person of Jesus Christ. Go with me to the Gospel of John chapter 2 please. The Gospel of John chapter 2. In the work of Christ, in the life of Christ, we have God's glory uh, revealed to us. We see glory in Christ. Note here in John chapter 2 
uh, verse number 11. This is the account of the first uh, miracle that our Lord Jesus performed. And note here in John chapter 2, verse number 11, it reads, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. And his disciples believed on him. Manifested forth his glory. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27 please. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. Colossians chapter 1 verse 27. To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery amongst the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The hope of glory. Jesus Christ who is crowned with glory. Jesus Christ who is glory. As it reads there in 2 Corinthians chapter 8 please. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 23. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse number 23, it reads, Whether any do inquire of Titus, he is my partner and fellow helper concerning you, or our brethren be inquired of. They are the messages of the churches and the glory of Christ. Jesus Christ is full of glory, Jesus Christ is crowned with glory, Jesus Christ is glory. Note there in Revelation chapter 5 please, Revelation chapter 5, Revelation chapter 5 verse 12, Revelation 5 12, in reference to the Lord Jesus in heaven saying with a loud voice revelation 5 12 worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing the gospel of john chapter 1 verse 14 sums up god manifested in the flesh John chapter 1 verse 14. In reference to the Lord Jesus, and the Word was made flesh, verse 14, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and full of truth. Jesus Christ is glory and God reveals his glory in the person of Jesus Christ. And as we study the life of Christ, as we meditate upon the words of Christ and the works of Christ, we see glory, glory uh, revealed before us. So as we focus on Jesus Christ, our glory throughout the scriptures, and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, we are encouraged by a wonderful promise there in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Go to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 
This is a wonderful promise for you and I as we focus upon the glory of Christ and we see the glory of Christ in his person, in his works, uh, spelled out throughout the pages of Scripture, either in, in prophecy or practically in and through the Gospels and referred to within the epistles. And we see here in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory, let's say it together, to glory, little by little, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So as we focus upon Jesus Christ within the pages of Scripture, the glory of God, He that is crowned with glory, He that is glory the bible teaches us as we focus upon christ in the scriptures we are changed into his glory into his image little by little from glory to glory what a blessing that is what a blessing that is that god reveals his glory in jesus christ and as you and i focus upon christ Meditate upon Christ, think about Christ, follow Christ, meditate upon Christ in the Scriptures. He is glory. We are changed into His image from glory to glory. What a blessing that is, that God reveals His glory in and through the person of Jesus Christ and thereby we can be transformed into his image from Genesis all the way to the book of Revelation the theme is Jesus Christ the unfolding plan of redemption and as we focus upon Christ in the scriptures we are changed into his image the image of Christ to become more like Christ from glory to glory. So we see within the scriptures that God reveals his glory in and through Jesus Christ. And as we focus upon Christ in the scriptures, we are changed into his image. Also, the scriptures teach that we see God's glory evident in creation. In creation. Turn with me to Psalm 19, please. Psalm 19. Psalm 19, verses 1 and 2. It reads, The heavens declare, let's say it together, the glory of God. And the ferment showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech. Night unto night showeth knowledge. Verse 3, there is no speech, there is no language where their voice is not heard. Man is without excuse. That's why the Bible teaches the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. Because God has his evidence. The evidence of his existence is in creation. For creation reveals 
the glory of God. The glory of God. Go to Isaiah chapter 6, please, verse number 3. Back to Isaiah chapter 6 this time. Isaiah chapter 6, the third verse. It reads, And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, and the whole earth, let's say it together, is full of his glory. The whole earth is full of his glory. What's that in reference to? It's in reference to creation. All of creation reveals the glory of God. Creation reveals the glory of God. So as we witness and give attention to God's creation, the beauty of creation, design in creation, the order in creation, the power evident in God's creation, we can only bring glory to God because the heavens declare the glory of God. The whole earth is full of his glory. This is why the Bible teaches us in the book of uh, the Psalms, the fool have said in his heart, there is no God because the evidence is everywhere. Uh, the voice is understandable for all. Creation is before the eyes of every man, woman and child on planet earth. And that speaks of the presence of God. It speaks of the very glory of God. God has revealed his existence, his glory in all that he has created. Man is truly without excuse. Turn with me to Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11. Revelation chapter 4, verse number 11. Verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honour and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Amen to that. Go back to Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah chapter 43 this time, back to the book of Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 7. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory, for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. First. Corinthians chapter 11, please. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse number 7. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 7, For all, a man indeed ought not to cover his head, for as much as he is the image of and glory of God, but the woman is the glory of the man. So we see within creation, within all of creation, within the creation of man, within the creation of woman, that God reveals 
His glory. God reveals His glory in the person of Jesus Christ. And as we focus upon Christ in the Scriptures, we are changed into His image from glory to glory. And we see within creation the glory of God evident. I'm so thankful for the witness of creation. It's a timely reminder for me to be mindful of the fact that there is a God. And God is in control. And God is powerful. And God is ordered. And God doeth all things well. And may it be an encouragement to you and I as Bible-believing Christians as we witness creation and as we stand back and, and, and stand in awe and thank God for uh, the evidence of His presence in creation. It's a timely reminder that God does exist. God is real. God is present. And God is a very present help in time of need. See, creation reveals to the world that there is a God. And may I submit to you that creation reminds you and I as Bible-believing Christians that God is still about. God is not dead. God hasn't gone off on long service leave. God is, 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 is the same yesterday, today and forever. And whether we uh, see the workings of God, we can be uh, encouraged by the fact that God is at work. God is present. And that's evident in and through creation. So God reveals His uh, glory in the person of Jesus Christ. God reveals His glory in and through creation, but also the Scriptures teach that God reveals His glory in and through a special nation. Isaiah chapter 46, please, this time. Isaiah chapter 46. God reveals His glory through a nation the nation of Israel. Note here in Isaiah chapter 46, beautiful verse, it reads, I bring near my righteousness, verse 13, it shall not be far off, and my salvation shall not tarry, and I will place salvation in Zion, for, let's say it together, Israel, my glory. Israel, my glory. Good title for magazine, I think. Israel, my glory. God's glory is revealed in the person of Jesus Christ. And as we focus upon Christ in the Scriptures, we'll be changed into His image. God's glory is evident in creation all around us. And God is... God reveals His glory in and through the, a nation known as the nation of Israel. And note the reference to salvation here. I will place salvation in Zion, for Israel is my glory. See, God chose to provide salvation through the nation of Israel. God said to Abraham, through your seed, I'm going to bless all mankind. And that was in reference to a saviour. God chose to provide salvation through the nation of Israel. And therefore, Israel is referred to as God's glory. 
God's glory. Go to Isaiah chapter 62, please. Isaiah chapter 62, the third verse. Isaiah 62, verse number 3, Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, and a royal diadem in the hand of my God. This is in reference to Israel. If you go back to verse number 1, For Zion's sake I will not hold my peace. The context is Israel. Israel, a crown of glory. A crown of glory. Go to Ezekiel, please, chapter 8. Ezekiel, chapter 8. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 8. In verse number 4, it reads, And behold, or see, whenever you read the word behold, it's a word that conveys look upon, Focus upon, and behold, the glory of the God of Israel was there, according to the vision that I saw in the plain. Go to chapter 20 of Ezekiel, please. Chapter 20 of the book of Ezekiel. And here there is a reference to Israel and the land of Israel being through which he reveals his glory. Note here in Ezekiel chapter 20 verse 15, Yet also I lifted up mine hand unto them in the wilderness, that I would not bring them into the land which I had given them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. The glory of all lands. Lands. God reveals his glory in and through the nation of Israel. Note there in the Gospel of Luke, please, chapter 2. The Gospel of Luke, please, chapter 2. Let me hear your Bibles. Luke chapter 2. Good. Okay, that's better. Okay, Luke chapter 2, verse 32. It reads. In reference to the Lord Jesus, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. The Lord Jesus has been referred to as the glory, the glory of my people Israel. Why? Because it's in and through the nation of Israel that God provided a Savior in the person of Jesus Christ. So God chose to provide salvation in and through the nation of Israel, in the person of Jesus Christ, who came into the world through the line of Abraham, the father of the nation of Israel, Israel my glory, and Israel is the uh, medium of salvation to the whole world, and praise God, uh, God will, I don't think it's very far away, that Israel will be saved. Israel will be saved and God will complete his workings with the nation of Israel. Note there in Romans chapter 11, please. Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11.
in verses 26 and 27, we are given uh, the assurance of Israel's salvation, that one day the nation of Israel will bow the knee and confess the Lord Jesus as Lord and Saviour. If we had time, we'd go back into uh, Romans chapter 9 and Romans chapter 10. Uh, the Apostle Paul had a strong heart cry, a heart desire to see Israel saved. And here in chapter 11 of the book of Romans, note here in verse 26 and 27, it reads, And so all Israel shall be saved. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the Deliverer. This is in reference to Jesus Christ. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. And this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. So God reveals His glory in and through the nation of Israel. The provider of salvation for the whole world. And praise God that God still has a plan for Israel. And God will, in the fullness of time, bring Israel to salvation. God reveals His glory in Jesus Christ. God reveals His glory in creation. God reveals His glory in and through the nation of Israel in the provision of a Saviour. And last but not least this evening, I'd like to focus upon uh, the fact that God chooses to reveal His glory in and through you and I part of his creation we've hinted to this let's go back to Isaiah chapter 43 please Isaiah chapter 43 Isaiah chapter 43 verse number 7 Isaiah 43, verse number 7. And even every one that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. In man, whom God has created, God chooses to reveal his glory. What an honour. What a privilege. What an honour. What a privilege. Even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. So God reveals his glory in and through the person of Jesus Christ. God reveals his glory in and through creation. God reveals His glory in and through the nation of Israel in providing salvation for the whole world and God wants to reveal His glory in and through your life and my life. We've been created for God's glory. We've been created to bring glory to God. That's why the Bible teaches in 1 Corinthians 10.31 that we are to do all things to, you say it with me, to the glory of God. What an honour, what a privilege that you and I 
created in the image of God to bring glory to God and it's possible for you and I as we live out our lives to bring glory to God. The people, for people to look upon my life and to look upon your life and see the evidence of God's glory. What a privilege. What an honour that you and I have been created. God has created us for His glory. For His glory. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. In verse number 20, the Bible reads, For ye are bought with a price. What's that in reference to? It's it's in reference to the shed blood, the broken body of Jesus Christ. But God commendeth his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died sacrificed he paid the price for our sin so we've been purchased out of the slave market of sin we've been set free with the payment of the blood of Christ for ye are bought with a price therefore verse 20 reads glorify God glorify God bring glory to God Where? Let's say it together. In your body. In the present. While we dwell with this earthly body, we are to glorify God. And in your spirit, in the power of the Holy Spirit, which are God's. So we are to glorify God in our bodies, and in the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit of God. Why? Because we've been bought with a price. And as we quoted uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, I'll quote the full verse to you now. It reads, Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. So we've been created in the image of God to bring glory to God. I've created him, man, for my glory. I have formed him. I have made him. What a challenge that is for you and I. What an honour. What a privilege. What a responsibility. What a responsibility that I have as a blood-bought child of God to bring glory to God. God reveals His glory in the person of Jesus Christ. God reveals His glory in creation. God reveals His glory in and through the nation of Israel. And God wants to reveal His glory in and through your life 
and my life. So let's determine in 2024 to give God the glory. So how do we glorify God in our bodies and in our spirit? Good question. We'll answer that question in the weeks to come. The Bible's is clear how you and I can glorify God in our bodies and in our spirits. Let's bring glory to God. God is worthy of glory. And God has revealed His glory. In and through creation, we see the glory of God. In the person and work of Christ, we see the glory of God. In and through the nation of Israel, in the, in the provision of a Saviour, we see the glory of God. And we will see the glory of God again in and through the salvation of Israel. But until then, God wants to reveal His glory in and through your life, my life. God wants to shine His glory in and through your life and my life. Because we've been created for His glory. For we are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. May God help us to bring glory to God. And let's take personal responsibility that God has chosen to reveal His glory in and through my life. And may God help us to be a light to those in need of a saviour. Let's bow for prayer.